welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy! I'm nominated for two 2022 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell your ex who you still use their Netflix login, your bodega guy, and even the couple that tag-teamed you last night. Vote now before the voting window closes. And I repeat, tell everyone! Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and visit the link tree to find out how you can help fund our adventure to London to cover DragCon UK. Your donation might get you an exclusive Block Talk pin. How cool is that? And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Who's ready to body slam this podcast to oblivion? The Titans were tasked to endure the greatest acting challenge there is, pro wrestling. So who got the victory belt and who got KO'd? It's time to talk all things Dragula Titans. And joining me to tag team this bitch, it's Scout's Honor. Hola. I'm here. Uh, It is officially Scout's Honor week on Block Talk. You're going to be on three episodes. It's just the season. Um, what does it mean that you and I watch like the same shit? Does it mean we're like besties? Yeah. 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 It means we also just, you know, spend a lot of time watching reality TV. Yeah. And you know what? One day, time. one of us, one of us will be on reality TV. One day. All right. As always, one I must day. say a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters that are presented through us, reality TV television production we are shown with the editing of a television show wants to see we react to what's presented yes these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on a television show to share their craft but they have also put themselves in a position to be discussed what is it in the podcast is for entertainment to discuss reality television show dragon's art it's subjective mama okay is it is it because sometimes the things these boulet brothers say i'm like no you're you're defying what you just said well i prefer to find gravity but you know (laughs) Um, we're not going to dive into it all, but Scouty, uh, I'm sure you've seen the Reddits and the Twitters and all the um, drama that has happened this week revolving around uh, Dragula, yes? Oh boy, have I. Um, so basically, Saint took screenshots, sent it to the Boulets about um, the grievances some of the POC cast members had. Um, then it got around that P- that they shared it um was it used as leverage to potentially get on resurrection and do well on season four that's the speculation is it true i don't know all this was happening as yavska uh came out and said that um saint told her she inspired her ghost look for resurrection resurrection and that became a whole thing and then meatballs coming out and saying yeah it's all happening um and then tells the story about why she no longer really wants to work for the boulets because um they said something that was racist, but now Meatball on the podcast has basically been like, no, they're fine. They're like, they're not racist. They said something bad. They can learn from it. They just haven't. Um, so there's that. But overall, uh, messy, 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 messy. Lots going on. Lots going on. Um, 
are we like no longer Team Saint? Are people going to like Saints anymore? Is Saint what do you mean Team Saint? She's not on TV. I don't have to. She's be... not on TV, but she's still doing shit. I don't. Still got that Roscoe's gig. I well, I don't live in Chicago either, so you know. That's fair. That's fair. Saint follows me, so that's why I love Saint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's just messy. Um, I mean, obviously, Meatball saying what she did and, and vehemently saying they're not racist, I think is going to make sure the show does not get canceled because that could have been very good cause for it to get canceled. But yeah, um, it is what it is. They're just two dudes in drag two dudes. who say problematic things. Brother, like boyfriends. boyfriend brothers. Yeah. Is that going to be you and your um, lover? <laughs> no no scout and trout it's always i don't know the whole like brothers thing is weird when you're like it's weird it's weird um but i'm sure there are people out there who enjoy watching incense porn so it's not weird to them do they listen to those podcasts i hope not i really is there is that a venn diagram is there an overlap Maybe. i don't know i don't know anymore ah. um six episodes in how are you enjoying dragula titans it's fun it's cute it's a little hard to follow in terms of you know the rules but hey rules what rules it's reality tv you know why would i expect consistency no, th- this is all like they had a preconceived script ready to go for the season they knew what they wanted from to be the end game and things were not falling in that goal of having that end game so they're like we're going to dress it this way to make it work right like oh and time for us to step in <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's dive in. After a montage of the Belay's portraits, all the monsters are back again. Azabor is gone, and no one has to speculate who is gone this week. Hosa was still unsure how to feel uh, that Abor is gone, but don't worry. We'll have an entire episode for her to go through her feelings. Now, how did it feel being in the gallery? Well, Astrid says it was scary, but she was thinking that she didn't want to lose herself in the emotions and be messy like the last time, but felt the fear it could be her. She also feels like it was Abor's time to go. Do you agree? Was it a board's time to go? Yeah, it was her time to go the first time she got eliminated. Oh, so you're not Team Abora? I don't know. I just, it was the whole like romance thing. I was just very tired of it. It was very like, I'm like, get over it. Grow up. Just do some fucking dragon. Like, I mean, it, it's not like you child alone. You've never really been involved in a love triangle ever before, right? Mm, never. Not once or twice. No. Never. never rue never um yeah those turn out for you fine so no. i met my current boyfriend there it is, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> meanwhile miss coco kane was hoping for a double elimination but feels it was about time that abora left eva tells victoria it was a tough call for her to make but feels like it was the right one she was feeling for her friend but thinks abora couldn't get out of her own way and Coco will ask Victoria, was it track record, drama, or technicalities? And she says she don't know. She was the one with the crown on her head. Um, I hate the pageant answer. No, no. She will tell right? us. I though. don't know. I just did it. She will say <laughs> it was the technical, and I will call bullshit. Right. Um, Astrid Please. will say that maybe it was her love for foreskin, and she says Melissa zombies looked a little bit like a circumcision gone wrong. It was, it was, it was, yeah, that was... I mean, if we're going on technicalities, that was the bottom. I suppose. So, Victoria... I'm just happy with, you know... To do. I'm just happy with the outcome. Well, 
she's still a little thrown off by Victoria's decision while grateful that Abor's energy is gone. But Ashley thinks she went for the drama than the technical things. Victoria will now say that knowing that Abora, Astra, and Melissa, could, what they could do, she felt like Astra could have gone harder with her zombie and says she was impressed with Melissa as she was way out of her comfort zone. And I am tired of free fucking passes. This is an <laughs> all-star season. If you're out of your comfort zone, then you don't deserve to be on the show. Yeah, it's also like, I don't know, it just feels weird because it's like, it's these are all challenges taken like and inspired by previous seasons. Right. So like... How would, how would, how are things? I don't know. I don't understand how it could be like so far out of your comfort zone that you're like, well, I just have to go home because I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Like you couldn't, you knew this was going to come. I mean, no one gave Astrid bonus points for painting a like beautiful look in the basic part. Like this was all just a cheap excuse. Um, and I kind of lost a little bit of respect for Victoria, not having a spine and giving a real answer. Right. If you want to say it's for the drama, say it's for the drama. Really right. don't know it. Stir the pot. Stir it. Well, Melissa, the one who does not want to hear it, will ask Astrid and Hoso how they feel about Abora going. Hoso says there was a lot of unresolved tension that was unresolved there. Melissa will say that she wished that the way she's thinking now was how she felt then. And Coco, who also does not want to be a part of hearing about it, is bringing her opinion that she wished she was heard when she was pointing out before and time and time again. To which Hosa retorts that that wasn't what she was thinking at the time. And her experience and the other's experience led her to finally thinking this way. Okay, fine. Yeah. Astrid says she kept on getting pulled into this shit, even though she didn't want anything to do with it. She wanted to focus on herself and have fun. Astrid was like seeking it out. She's such a... But as Eva says, it takes three to triangle. Take three to triangle. Um, I just again every fucking week, you y'all listen. You're, you you will note that I'm reminding you all that the two people to bring up the questions to Astrid and Hoso are Melissa and Coco, the ones who bitch about hearing about it. You don't want to hear it. Don't ask the question. I mean, I think they just like. I think they're trying to get like an answer for to a question, and then all of a sudden it turns into like full discourse. And they're like, "This isn't even the question that I asked." They're like, "I don't have the answer. I look, I'm looking for, and I'm, it's just gone off into this whole other conversation." So I think that like the annoyance there is just like you're not even like you're asking one question, and it turns into like an hour long like, "Woe is me, cry fest." Like, girl, get over it. Now, Astrid will say that the stuff with her Abora and Hoso goes back years to which Coco says she wishes she cared but she came to compete which I get but none of those three were in charge of casting it was going to come out with the three of them in the room if you have a problem take it up with the boulets yeah it's also just like weird that it goes back so far because I'm like that's a child like Hoso's so young why why are y'all like this obsessed with a girl whose brain is still developing Listen, you were young once. I know. I just you, I don't know. You, I'm just you happy had a that thing this for a young broken child. up. You had a, a uh, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, remember um Gabe? <laughs> it was a child. <laughs> At the time. He, was, he wasn't he wasn't even a he was like a baby gay. We were all there once. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We were all baby gays once. 
Hosa says that they're they are on the same page now, and it's just the six of them there. Koga will tell us that she doesn't think it's going to fix the tension because the girls don't realize that they are the tension. Now, Astrid will say that when Hosa breaks up with her partner, she will be knocking and that she is also way cuter than him. Now, I've had a couple people actually tell me that they felt this was a very disrespectful comment. At first, I was like, yeah, but watching it back, I was like, Hosa was also laughing. So I feel like it's a line that she's gotten from Astrid before. Yeah. But it was the cuter part that probably was like a no-no for her. She's like, you can't say that. I just think also like Hoso is still just trying to like set up this like double standard kind of world where she has her cake and eats it too. And also it's just like, she doesn't, she wants one thing to be shown on air and then like another thing to be right. her reality. Right. right. I'm like, girl, you just got to own what you're doing. There's cameras everywhere. Like it's, it's the whole true. point. Well, the alarm blares and we are done with the bullshit for now. We're going to hit the main stage. The video screen pops up as we learn the fate of the day. Since none of them have gotten their asses kicked this season, they're about to change all of that as they've been cast in their new show, The Ugly Ladies of Wrestling. They will have to create their own badass rock and roll ugly lady of wrestling look inspired by the gorgeous ladies of wrestling of the past. They say that these ladies kept the concept simple, but the looks were explosive and they should do the same. And I was like, ha ha ha. Do you really mean that? Because that's not what you said in the judging. (laughs) As a second part to the challenge, they will be split into two wrestling teams and will have to choreograph a real tag team royal wrestling match in their brand new wrestling ring because hashtag budget. budget. They want to see leg drops, sec- sup- suplexes, punt kicks, and figure four leg locks. So they will have to put in rehearsal to pull it off. Scout, what's your favorite wrestling move? Um, I like it when they bring out the chair. The chair. I, yeah. I know you. Because that's something you could actually accomplish yeah i would love to swing a chair at someone is there someone you are thinking of at the moment no 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 i'm done for you know anyone who needs it in the moment yeah any dc queens who may have said bad things need it i'm pleading the fifth on this i'm pleading the fifth (laughs) they will also have to choose and style their own wrestling wig provided by their official wig sponsor art of wigs uh, we will talk about how bullshit this was because those wigs <laughs> never saw the light of day on the floor show. <laughs> That's funny. Unless Madeline Hatter is the official designer of the season. <laughs> Hair. <laughs> now, for the Fright Feet, they will keep it simple with an arm wrestling match. The strongest beast will win the honor of assigning the teams for the wrestling match. No, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that for a second. But when it comes to wrestling, how are you with wrestling? Like acting wrestling, or like I actually have to fight someone. Both. I could probably act my way through it. I don't. I don't want to fight anyone. That sounds like a lot of. I don't want to do that. Were you a child who watched WWE or any of those programs? No, my brother did. So I kind of like tangentially i did karate for like three or four years oh my god me too i was a brown belt and then i moved I so i couldn't have to go any further i was almost a black i just belt. gave up so it's time to arm wrestle and i have to say this was just worse than the tug of war <laughs> what's next rocks paper scissors shoot yeah um i mean listen if they're going to actually use those items i'm game for that 
I just love the idea of like the like highs and lows of these fright feats of like one week they have to arm wrestle, the next week they have to eat a brain. <laughs> it's like you're not giving them extermination challenges to really test their fears. If there's a person here who couldn't do an arm wrestle, I I, I give I give up. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> that's how Borg gets back in the competition again, and someone literally. just doesn't want to arm wrestle. <laughs> Now, the boudoir is set up for the matches and the Art of Wigs. Which Art of Wig would you have selected? I can't remember what they looked like. Well, you can have any color you want, basically. Purple. Give me purple. purple. Um, now, after Hoso is feeling her pretty and pink basic bitch fantasy, Astrid tells her to gaslight everyone because apparently that is there's some tension going on with this. Will this be explained? No. No. That would make too much sense. Now, Melissa will remind everyone that the last time she was wrestling, she fucking fucked Zochimochi up. Good times, old times. Back on YouTube. Now, Coco says she will press all the charges if she does her like she did Zochi. Um, watching that clip. Wow, oh. the show has evolved. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> I remember watching the first season like on Live? YouTube. Yeah, like one of their. I didn't. I, I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, it's just spooky yuki for me. I think too spooky yuki. Yeah, yeah. Now, she is hoping. Well, Astro likes the challenge. Wants the challenge to wrestle Melissa and reminds them all to not underestimate her as the crazy lizard person that she is. Um, she's hoping that fighting Melissa will get her aggression out toward her, and then they can be friends. I guess they're all sipping on delusionate outside of the ring delusion aid and as coco says this is why drag queens are not paid to think right scotty oh that's 110 percent. such a true statement that resonated with you resonated indeed not like personally but i'm smart yeah you are i'm 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 not dumb no you're not some it's people are not the- me though there are <laughs> dumb people who have been on the podcast before if you would like to um find out who you can <laughs> listen go back to the it. after dark yeah um it's time to get the real arm wrestling on um who would you want to arm wrestle of this cast of six who is the, who's the one you want to arm wrestle um i feel like hosa is a good one do you think you would make it out of the first round yeah, I think I can make it through first round. Well, round My, one like, is Victoria DPRs. versus Hoso. <laughs> yeah, Victoria's going to win very easily. Round two, Eva and Coco. Pretty even match, but then Coco's going to sneak out a win. I was a little surprised by that one. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like Coco could three. fuck me up. Round three is the Battle of the Century. Astrid versus Melissa, and it's no contest. Melissa wins, hands down. Oh, it was so quick. We got round four, Victoria versus Coco. Coco will get the W. And finally, it's Melissa and Coco in round five. And I think Melissa threw it. I really think Melissa threw it. Um, because I don't think she wanted to make a good decision. <laughs> she was like, I'm good. Coco mm. is victorious and we'll get to book the teams. And we will learn that her gym membership paid off at $27 a month. What fucking <laughs> gym is she going to? Is that cheap or expensive? I don't know. I mean, isn't Planet Fitness like $10 a month or something? 
Yeah, but you can't like they like lock you into those contracts for like 73 years. That's true. That's true. Well, Coco has decided that the teams will be stacked as it's her, Melissa, and Eva against Hoso, Ashton, and Victoria. Was this messy or did she do the right thing? I don't know. It's a little bit of both, you know. Who would I you have like, picked? Um, in this, I would have picked. I probably would have picked Melissa and Victoria. I guess because they didn't know how it was all going to be playing out. Yeah. Who do you want to be up against? Like, I think you really want to be up against someone who's actually good at performing. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, the monsters are going to exit the boudoir as they are about to get ready to rumble. They will learn real stunts. Astrid loves throwing her body around, which I also heard Scotty loves to do, too. I'm just, yeah, but I'm not like, I don't know. I don't, I don't tumble well. No, but I heard like if there's a bed, you will jump, like just fall right onto it. Love naps. And then jump on Love it. naps. And trampolines, you'll, it's your Love it's your naps. They're going to meet Emmy, who teaches <laughs> stunts and fights and fight choreography. Did you know that I took um, armed and unarmed fight choreography class in college? I do now. That's fun. I was actually pretty damn good at it. Yeah, what does that yeah. like involve? Well, it's it's a, it's like punching and hitting and and swords Without, and all that actually. Because I I was a theater major, you had to have to learn all that stuff as a stage manager to help instruct the actors. You have to, you know, your tricks of the trade. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> now. And we will tell them that fighting when it is fake is highly collaborative art. So yes, that means they may be on teams, but it will be the six of them working together. And yes, Astra and Melissa will have to work together to make the dream work. And we will ask if anyone has any injuries and that she should be aware of. And I would ask if old age counts, because if so, count me out. <laughs> the sideline. First, she will need help with a hair pull, and Coco is ready to volunteer as tribute. Uh, she tells her that she is in control, and Coco will sell it. Um, then we're going to have Victoria and Coco try it, and this is going to lead to a bleak reveal. Save it for the floor show, why don't you? Why did they waste this moment here? Very weird. I was like, why would you? Yeah, no, I don't understand why they showed that. Because but... then when it gets back to it, it, made no, it didn't it had no effect. I'm like, oh, yep, there it is. All right, so who wants to slap a bitch? Well, apparently it's any drag queen's fantasy to bitch slap a hoe across the face. Um, have you done that before? Who have you slapped? I don't think I've slapped anyone. I'm no, never, Tony. I'm not Aquaria. No, you're not Aquaria. Melissa is pretty good at the slap, and Coco's fine. Eva, shockingly, not great. Not good at her first slap. <laughs> no. Now, we're going to see other moves like Melissa knocking Astrid out with a chair, Astrid getting the shit kicked out of her, Coco slamming Eva's face against the table. Um, if you had a go-to for this challenge, what would you pick? Is it going to be the chair again? Yeah! Give me the chair! Now, as the teams break off, Eva tells her that this is a performance challenge, and while the other team may turn a look or two, three of them Two out of the three of them did poorly in the performance challenge. And to be fair, this time there is no script or line. So there's that. So it's a little bit of a different kind of performance challenge. Yeah. It's, it's um, you're just going. 
But Emmy thanks them for being amazing trash and leaves them to get their war paint on. Um, I'm not sure if it was the same day, the next day, whatever it is, but it's the day of the wrestling match. Melissa is ready to fuck Astrid up. Um, they've been at it for a week and Astrid is ready to work it out. Allegedly, there is some tension also between Vicky and Coco and um, that they have to take care of. Um, picture it, 1962, it's prom night, Victoria stole her crown. And I was like, wait, I thought it was an 80s challenge. Because Coco was just not smart and she did not pay attention. They just don't know their years. Maybe, maybe they were told multiple different, you know, maybe production didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Um, so what's going on between Hoso and Eva? Mutual respect for each other. Right. Boring. Right. Well, let's go, let's go see what the monsters are cooking up. Hoso's inspiration is the stack beetle, as they are the wrestlers of the insect world. She was inspired by the breed with the gorgeous emerald green color. Her looks tend to be more matte, but this time she is using sparkles, shiny fabric, and all the tassels in the world. She's hoping to show some versatility. Interesting. I thought this was an interesting concept when she was talking about it. I don't know that I've ever heard someone describe their drag as matte. Neither have I. But that's a very interesting like way to think about it, I guess. But yeah, Melissa's- no, I mean... I guess they had they did comment on kind of being like, oh, we're starting to like just know what we're gonna see. So yeah. Melissa is inspired by China and she was a fierce wrestler who was pretty and yet masculine and buff. Her bitch was on steroids. Now, are mm. you familiar with China from the wrestling world? Vaguely. You don't remember her? I believe she was on like the surreal life or something at one point. Probably. Um, but yes, I, I remember familiar. China. She was she was definitely a character for sure. Um, but Melissa has a belt that she is ready to bash Astrid on the head with. Um, she wants to look intimidating, and I was like, "Girl, you already look intimidating. You could scare a bitch out of a room." Right. She has a black and blonde wig she is making from scratch, where she has glued on some blonde tracks to give it a highlight moment. Anyone can work with a glue gun, right? Anyone. And you? Sure. I've made lots of things with a glue gun. Now, you remember um, earlier in this episode, we were discussing Art of Wigs. Is this the Art of Wigs that Melissa's working on? Who knows? No. No. <laughs> now, Eva has ins- is inspired by herself as she has been told that she has pretty decent legs and has come up with a gorgeous gal named Thunder Thighs. She's all about leg day. And I was like, you know what? I like this backstory. This is This was funny. Thundra like thighs. Like the direction. Um, do you think Thundra thighs it does exist? Like in some like actual wrestling circuit somewhere. No, I'm talking about in the drag circuit. Oh, <laughs> maybe. She has used upholstery foam she hand carved for, with a turkey knife. She patterned it around her actual anatomy and flexed it to give it the shape she wants. She's using thin rope she got from the store and is hot gluing it to imitate veins. Hashtag vascular thickness. Right. Um, have you ever made your own pads? No. I've seen people make their own pads, but I've never made my own. Personally. Why not? Where did you get your pads? Uh, hand-me-downs. Handy downs, that's fun. Mm-hmm. How what's the thickness? What do you got? An inch? I need to I need to get bigger pads. I do need to, they are a little too small for me. I do want a bigger ass. Yeah. 
Now it's makeup time. Melissa warns Asher that she's going to go fucking in. If she hurts her, she's sorry. Asher, meanwhile, just wants to have fun. That's the theme of Asher's episode. Fun, fun, fun. If you had fun, you won. Exactly. Now the finishing touches will be put on after the monsters have to act like they're scared. The alarm is demanding their presence on the main stage. This, at this point, is just as fake as wrestling every single time. It's so funny um, to me, them just being like, having no idea how much time they're going to have after that to be like, do we actually need to rush? Do we not need to rush? Like, I really think there needs to be an actual twist where one week they say, no, you're coming out now. This is what well, I remember doing. like one of them saying, like, I remember one of them saying that it was like the reason that they all actually kind of panic was because they don't know if they like, they don't really know how much time they're going to have after that alarm to like be mm-hmm. out on the stage. Like they could have two hours, but they could have 30 minutes and they're just... So they're just trying to like kind of get to a point where they could go out. That's fair. That's fair. All right. We're going to head to the main stage where our boule pals forgot that the one rule of drag is padding and creating an hourglass shape. Now, maybe they didn't have time or they just had basic ass leotards commissioned because they spent all their monies on the tentacle shoulder pads that were really cool. No matter what, it's funny that they judge drag and bitch of the queens for bodysuits when they show up in this, but not my show, just an observation. It was so funny. Like the, silhouette looked so cool and then the lights came up and i was like oh Hmm." so bad so it looked really great when the lights were off the silhouette incredible yeah tonight on this very stage it's royal rumble of epic proportions first they will show their punk rock ugly ladies wrestling looks inspired by glamazonian wrestling stars of the 80s second the wrestling weirdos will break up into two groups and choreograph a tag team wrestling extravaganza incorporating real life wrestling moves and to judge this week, our superstar wrestling fanatic, fashionista, pop metal icon, and Seraphim's identity, Poppy. I was like, oh my God. She, I don't know why I like, didn't know she was going to be here. She's ready to put the beat down on these bitches. And joining her, weighing in at a svelte 110 pounds, much like Seraphim, and hails from Russia, unlike Seraphim, it's Trixie's best friend, Katya Zamolochikova. Katya, what a panel. Ap- Big panel, the best panel duo we've what ever a had. Panel, so good. Um, I was here for it. I just love that. Um, through all the things that have happened in her life, Poppy's transformation is really shown on Dracula. First right. we had the OG Poppy, and now we have like fuck you. Uh, it's me now, Poppy. Right. Um, do you have a favorite version of Poppy? Um, I mean, I was a. I love the like. The OG weird poppy. I do too. That's that's the that's the realm I love. Yeah. That. Um. And Katya, do you love Katya? I love Katya. Love Katya. Love Katya. Here's how we're gonna do it. I will not. I refuse to even try to discuss the actual wrestling match in full because it went on far too long. Very long challenge. It was incredibly repetitive and kind of uncomfortable at points. So we're going to discuss each monster's look and incorporate our thoughts on their performance alongside our judging. Should we want to say anything about their performance? Does that work for you? It works for me. Okay. Now, before we begin, um, they almost got me with the music that sounded like We Will Rock You, but alas, they didn't have the rights for that one. Nope. So close. Um, and just to note, we have Michael Verratti and Ian Devogaler as our announcers and play-by-play analysts. Why? Because they're known in the Dragula and Boulay universe. And well, why the hell not? Oh, wait. No, no. It's probably because they actually wrote the script. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I would have preferred Katya and Poppy doing improv. Because that would have yeah. been golden. That yeah, would have been, been really funny. funny. 
I will say that the moments when there was no dialogue was very uncomfortable and awkward. I just needed yeah. constant commentary because the bad improv was showing. So like they needed to talk the entire time. They didn't. Yeah. And just to note that this entire sequence took about six and a half minutes. Did it need to be that long? No. No, it did not. There was no reason. All right. In honor of the floor show, we are going to play championship belt or body slammed. <laughs> First up is Hoso Teratoma. No designers listed. In theory, I liked it. There are certainly wrestlers who have distinct characters and personas, and that's what the look was serving. But then the performance was just very tentative and timid in my eyes. I think the color yeah. she was using worked with her inspirations. Thankfully, there are interesting elements to look between look at in between the arms and the legs and the headpiece. But alas, it was the bodysuit for a wrestling challenge. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, I did hate the boots. So boring. At least they sparkle, just the wrong shade of green. And I honestly, honestly think she was afraid. She just felt quite timid in this performance. Yeah, it definitely felt like she was like not. There was something that was like stopping her from giving a hundred percent. But I don't know. I like the look overall. Is like kind of like a look, but in this specific situation, I think that like it definitely like there's things missing. Something's missing. Yeah, it does feel very just simple. Poppy loved her Which outfit. Which is funny because there's so much on it. I know. That's the crazy part. And that's the thing with Hoso is she can add so much to it and still doesn't feel like that's enough yeah. in every look she does. Yeah. Which is like a credit to her style. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it just kind of when she veers away from it, I'm, I get a lot of questions. Yeah. Poppy loved her outfit and that she drew inspiration from insects. She says the performance was a little bit more of a theatrical energy as opposed to a wrestling energy. She wanted to see more of a response to the hits she received and she loves the makeup and hair and says it's sky high. Katya says she wished her wrestling was as exciting as her outfit is. She says she previously had thought that she would send her to jail for the go-go boots, but looking at it, it's house arrest. She says the performance <laughs> was amazing. The outfit's clunky, but she'd still fuck her. Swan says her eye was being pulled all around the stage and doesn't know if she was one of the stronger ones where the action was. The performance was lost. And Drax says it didn't feel like she nailed any of the stunts and didn't pipe up, um, pipe above any everybody else, but didn't fall below either. Um, I'll give it a championship belt. It was good. Yeah, like yeah, it's like good. Like I don't have too many things, but it's belt. like it's not like the craziest. Um, the audience ninety six percent championship belt, four percent body slammed. Next up, Eva Destruction. Look by Emesis. Hair by Madeline Hatter. <laughs> um, first look, I thought this was a pretty solid look as it fit in the world of the challenge. But then when I saw the full color and not filmed version on the Instagram, I was like, wow, this is really weak. I love the play of the neon green with the bright purple, but there was nothing that elevated the look. The pant reveal would have been fine if the pants were like bedazzled and exciting. The hair was on point. The mug is on point, though. I could have done without the black neck paint. She just needed to push herself further. And I think in performance, Eva may have been one of the more vocal, but it was so repetitive that it didn't have any impact. And um, Eva did have one of the best moves with the flying body slam, but I do think her performance was deterred by Hoso's inability to work with her. Yeah, for sure. What did you think of the look? Um, yeah, it's cute. You would wear it. Yeah, I would. I would. I think I clicked on. I clicked away. From, I was on the wrong uh, seasons wiki. I was like getting very wiki? confused. Wiki. wiki wiki. Who runs the wikis? They they deserve like a 
surprise. Wow. Is this is it a public thing? I don't is know, but they should like also get collective... rid of the pop-ups. I hate the fucking pop-ups. Right. I guess that's how they make their money. <laughs> yeah. Poppy loved her commitment. She put into the performance, but wishes she saw her more than she heard her. Katya says there was a lot of unforgivable things happening in her performance, starting with the pants and continuing with the performance. She says she did not nail the moves. She'll ask if she is sore. She says, yes. Katya will ask how old she is. And Eva says 30, to which Katya says, yeah, you're getting up there. I would like to die now. (laughs) That's going to be you soon. Yep. What? 11 months, 10 months. Drax says she did a solid job. She says it fit, felt a tinge more 90s and 80s, and she did get lost in the fight, but liked she had a solid concept for her character. Swan says she noticed that she and Hoso both approached their section of the fight technically and methodically. She says it's good to have the communication with the partner on stage, which says she can't let her connection to her partner become dominant because you, then you miss the opportunity to be electrifying on stage. Yeah. She saw them trapped in their heads. Mm-hmm. That's that. fine. Um, but this look, um, Eva, I love you. It's a body slam. It didn't work for yeah. me. No. It's cute, but it's just like... It's just like <laughs> Audience, 42% championship belt, 58% body slammed. Must be fierce. Look by Zay, MB logo by Aubrey B. Fierce. Um, as much as she irritates me with her hypocrisy, this was it. This look <laughs> is exactly what this challenge called for yeah. love the hair i see china loud and clear in the outfit i think the top of the look was exceptional then the bottom half there's just not much to support it could she have done something a little bit better um maybe had a better boot possibly but it didn't detract from the overall aesthetic do i want an mb muscle top yes it's me because that's my initials um very strong week for melissa and i think the best bit for her was the work off the ring she and Astro did really really well together yeah, for sure. Um, she the like the look is very like well styled and very the references are clear, but it's still her own. She looks great. Yeah. yeah. Poppy asks if she was inspired by China, and she says she was, and um, as she can barely speak, having lost her voice. Um, I don't know how that happened within what two three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Poppy loved the rhinestones and all the touches, and says she had great energy in the ring. Katya says her performance was fucking killer. She says her and her partner absolutely sold it and legitimately thought they were beating the shit out of each other. Swan says that they didn't know before tonight. Now they know. Don't fuck with Melissa. Be fierce if you want to live. She says she brought so much energy and life into the character and checked the box of the classic wrestling monster. She says her and Ashton had been the best fight of the night. And Drax says one of her favorite moments from Dragula is looking back at the footage of her destroying Zochi Mochi. She says she brought a lot of realness and raw punk energy to the wrestling and love that she brought the same veracity to the fight, but it was controlled and it was a performance. I'll give her a championship belt. Big same, big same. I like Audience one. not as in love with it. I'm shocked here. 79% championship belt, 21% body slam. Wow. All right. Who's ready for me to get some hate this week? Oh, boy. It's Coco Kane. No oh. designers listed. There is not a single person out there who will convince me to support this look. Maybe Rai Rai, if he said he would be with me forever, um, then I would, but only that. Or maybe Scarlet Harlot. Fine, okay. Two people that I'm tapped out. But this look, awful. The boobs are her signature thing. Fine. It made the performance camp. Fine. But the criteria is to do real wrestling moves. She was inhibited and therefore did not achieve the goals of the challenge. 
The mug, great. I'll give her that. I'm assuming that we're going to get so much information about the thievery or misplaced item fiasco next week. But the fact that this look is so poorly mismatched and irresponsibly planned, I don't care about the sad sap story. It's in the bottom for me. You can do a black and white motif if it's, if it's matched. Those are completely different boots. The knee pads are part of the challenge again. I get it, but there's no cohesion. Being slutty is fine. Not actually having fabric on your body is fucking lazy. Also, wear the booty hole. Wear the booty hole. There's no booty hole in the pants. No, uh, why would there be? Those are and when it came to the performance, again, it's camp. But she had to hold her tits the entire time, and that took me out of the illusion. And if her partner's challenge is to get around her and she can't because the breastplate is truly affecting Victoria's performance because she literally could not get around her. That fucking sucks. If we hadn't seen the wig reveal gimmick in rehearsal, that would have been a gag, but that's on the editors for that one. Yeah. I'm not sold on Coco this week. Hmm. I like it. I think as far as like it being, I don't think like when I think of eighties, like glam wrestling or whatever, I don't think of like the most polished looks, but I think that like, I agree with you in terms of like getting in the way of performance. It's like, you got to start thinking about like, is it actually worth the like bit or whatever? But I don't know. I like it. I don't mind it. The boots. Yeah. What about them? They didn't even live in the same world. Like if it was one black and one white of the same kind of boot, fine. I'm here for that. But they were like from different universes. Like, it's like Marvel and DC on her body. (laughs) She got everything. She got everything. Now, Poppy says it was one of her favorite performances. She thought the titty area would be limiting, but it wasn't. She says the creativity was at a 10. Tatia will say this is completely insane, and she was at a clear advantage just in terms of eyeballs being glued to her. She says she was wild and crazy and was outrageously sexual, lewd, a slut, and a mystery woman. She says she killed it. Drax is watching her entertain her thoroughly. She says her flying and smashing Victoria with her tits was ridiculous. She says the look was a little haphazard. Swan wants to know if her look choices were intentional, and she says it was not the concept she wanted to go with and decided to change her concept to be more cohesive with her team. She says what did catch her off guard was a lot of her things have been coming up missing or damaged when they are found. She says the bikini that she had earlier has been cut like the bitch who did it when she finds her. Swan will ask if she thinks someone sabotaged her and she thinks she does. She has reason to believe it's happened since she got there. She has no idea who it is, but she narrows it down. She'll find out. I mean, duh, that's how it works. Be idiot when people leave. Of course, they're not going to be the culprit. She says whoever did this knew she had a cut on her foot and blisters from episodes ago. So she's being forced to be in the specific. She wanted a specific foot is not a coincidence, but more on that later. Jack says they will get to the bottom of this. And I say, roll the fucking tapes. Right. I hope they get to it. I'm so excited. I hope she's just making it up. She misplaced shit. That's exactly what it's going to be. And she's okay. going to look like a fucking fool. And again, nah, if, if you want to say last season, Hoso could not win because she was unprofessional, that is going to be unprofessional. Accusing your sisters of stealing and sabotaging you when you just can't hold yourself together. I would do that. You would. Oh my God, that <laughs> would totally be you. Like, oh my God, people are stealing my shit. And you would end up finding your shit and then hiding it just to say someone mm-hmm. stole it. I'd look, I would, and I would destroy it and I'd stare in the camera as I did. I'd be like, <laughs> they wouldn't find out until it aired. 
It's true. It's true. Um, I'm going to be controversial again. It's body slams for me, not the look for me. I'm going to give it a championship, a little soft championship. The audience agrees with you. 71% championship belts at 29% body slammed. All right. Victoria Black. Look by defense mechanism. Hair by Madeline Hatter. Um, I think this was such a fascinating entry. Um, She's giving you this caveman, cavewoman look that may or may not have been inspired by our dear friend Rosé. And then she's made it so butch and gross that she transformed into this wild character. The elements are very simple and basic. It's leather, but then she's like, here are the saws on my shoulder. Saves yeah. Then the cod piece, she did that. It feels simple, but there is so much detail unlike other people we've already discussed. Um, that being said, she was a bit forgettable because all she was doing was being outshined by Coco's boobies. Yeah. There was a moment when something did fly off of her costume when she did get knocked out by Coco. Do we know what the black thing was? Um, Also, did you catch in the back, Victoria, fuck Coco? (laughs) Yeah, there was no wrestling going on there. There was a lot of fucking. (laughs) What did you think of this look? Um, I like it. I think it's like well thought out. I think I don't understand like the saws are like you're gonna like cut people in the ring i don't know but i kind of wish they were all forced to come with like a character name or something like yeah thighs. like then i would understand maybe like she's like jizz saw or something <laughs> <laughs> love you amanda pork um but yeah no I, it, it looks good i think i have like some kind of like characterization questions but like styling it looks really good it's well done Poppy loves the look. She loves her shoulder pads and would not want to cross her in the ring. She says she was watching her and Coco just about the entire time. She says the energies played off each other very well, and she loved the overall performance. Swan says she's the most handsome woman on stage, giving power lesbian vibrations. She says it was fun to see her this way, as this is not how she is used to seeing Victoria Luck. Drax says it was fun to see her in this persona, and she says the look is fantastic, and she's seen the bodysuit on Landon before. Katya says she knows about eight to ten West Hollywood queens who would love to be taught by her. She says the energy was through the roof from start to finish. I wonder who those eight to ten West Hollywood queens are. I'm not, not me. Trixie Mattel. <laughs> um, I'll go to championship belt. Yeah, same. Audience, 83% championship belt, 17% body slammed. And finally, Astrid Aurelia. No designers listed. I like the concept. I love the colors. Um, it's got this late 80s meets 90s, early 90s color story, plus the introduction of the denim and the fingerless gloves are screaming 90s to me. Um, but then you have the knee pads, and I'm like, wait, is this the girl who was roller skating around the block? Very 90s realness to me. Yeah. I think the tail is very cheaply made, but it's the story she's selling with it. Yeah. Um, it's a cat suit. She's going with a lizard character, so it works. I bet she would have had been red if she wore a leotard. So maybe this challenge, we shouldn't read them for the specific item that they're wearing because it's based on wrestling. Just saying, but the mask is great. The contacts are wonderful. I love the hair. Is this the best? Not a chance. Was the performance solid? Yes. She and Melissa really sold the fight and the moves, and I thought they were really in the world of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, she definitely looks like a wrestler. Yeah. Like, I would definitely think she's like a glam wrestling yeah. you know very much that did you watch glow on netflix no i did <gasps> oh my god i'm so mad that they canceled it it was such a wonderful show allison brie really an actress mm, yeah do you watch community i did allison brie is brilliant 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I thought she looked good. She looked good. What would your concept be for this challenge? Um, I feel like I'd go like lumberjack, like mm-hmm. like lady lumberjack, like lady lumberjack. Okay, you that's know, your name. Coming in like lots of flannel. Uh huh. Uh huh. Poppy says she had one of her favorite wrestling matches of the group. She says the tale reminded her of one of her favorite wrestlers, Bianca Belair, with her braid. That she Bianca Del Rio. Yeah, Bianca Del Rio. Uh, Katya has a serious question about the strappy white fucking heel. She asks her if to bevel her foot so she can call her a lunatic and says she is going to the psych ward for those fucking shoes. She says the tail was a great prop and loved when she strangled Melissa with it. Drax says she was one of the best when it came to absorbing what the fight trainer was teaching and incorporating it during the match. She is asked if she has a bodysuit on. Master says it's her last one. It feels like she got set up because it's wrestling. Right. And she did. Aswan says she hated the coat, but once it was gone, she used her tail well and she was slinky and trashy and sexy and nasty, which are some of her favorite things. Yeah. I'll give it a championship belt. Yeah, same. Audience 71% championship belt, 29% body slammed. Okay. So. We all know that I do not like this pre-judging bit that the boulets do every single time before the actual judging because it either sets us up for certain things or we're told how we're supposed to feel. In the pre-judging, when they said that they didn't want to drop anyone into the pit of oblivion and it was their favorite thing so far, you knew no one was going home. Uh-huh. I was like, oh. Why why keep that in there? Why why tell know. us it's what the result's weird. gonna be? I think it's like I think like it's trying a little too hard to just like stay away from like the style of drag race editing but in that sense they're just kind of like they wind up giving away all these things that i'm like yeah okay but like the reason that they don't say those things is because we find out later in the oh, it's very weird the winner of the week is melissa coco astrid victoria safe leaving eva and hoso as the bottom two do you agree yeah the performances for me were just very like, I if you really want to scare the shit out robotic. of everyone and know that you were not gonna eliminate anyone, hook hook on the bottom two. Because the look didn't live up to it. Over who? No, I'm Instead saying put like three people. Oh, 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 have a bottom three. Yeah. Well, does the is the is the little is this is the Tower of Terror set up for three? <laughs> I don't know. Make three trap doors. Now the queens are going to get their serve vodka on in the cauldron. Have you had serve vodka yet? I haven't, but I noticed that one of them disappeared. Which one? The one with Sharon. Noodles. (laughs) It was there the first couple episodes. It was there the first couple, and now it is G O N gone. Now this is Hoso's first time in the bottom. Here she is, and she will make the most of it. Astrid wants Hosa to be there, but she is worried about her emotions getting in the way of her being able to move through the competition. We're going to cue the sappy music because the lovers are going to make it all about themselves. They will get kissy and touchy and feely, and this is acting. This is put on. I'm sorry this is a setup. This was gay and not realistic. Yeah, it was. No one talks to each other like that. I had to, like, I had to watch it, though, and it was. Gay. <laughs> but we're going to shift our focus from that to Coco and her straw and her drink. <laughs> this was a masterclass on stealing camera time. Oh, so funny. Watching her try to pick up that straw, iconic. Spilling her drink when she put it on her titties, iconic. 
it's she's had so many funny like bits and things just because her drag prevents her from doing like very normal things but it's just (laughs) i love it so much never change coco cane she is a great reality television show character right like she's very much one of those like you could put her on every season and it'd be entertaining right she's not a winner in my eyes necessarily because i i have a higher (laughs) standard of what i want (laughs) but what she brings you as television production rotted I, i like put her on any show like I, I'm here for it. Put mm-hmm. her in the Big Brother house. Put her in the fucking uh, Big Brother house. It's a real life. There it is. There it is. Now the conversation turns to Coco and the missing shit. As Eva points out that her spilling her drink may lead to her just missing things on her own. And Eva just has too many voices in her head to commit any sabotagery. Hosa says she would have been caught by now had it been her. Is it a ghost? Well, Astra Melissa thinks that nothing makes sense. Astrid will say that she is also a messy person and Coco is like, it's not a mess. But she knows her sister and she just knows she's disorganized. This is a thinker. Where's Scooby-Doo and the gang? Right. I bet lesbian Velma would find it. Roll the tapes. Now, Eva is feeling a conflicting storm in her head. Part of her would love to show her vulnerability and go into her anxiety and break down, but the other part of her says that bitch belongs back on season three as she is Eva fucking destruction. She is here to prove that she can go farther as she left too early for her taste. The cauldron is the last place to fight for yourself because there's no extermination challenge because that's what made the show different and unique. I'm yawning, Eva. We're going to have some triumphant music play as she doesn't believe it's her time. And then we have Hoso Teratoma of Destruction. Oh, wait, she's just kidding. <laughs> Hoso will love to say she's been doing great. She says this is her life and it's too important to give up and return now. She came flying all the way from South Korea to show her shit and thinks it's pretty fierce. She's doing it for her family and friends. Victoria doesn't see either of them going home, so she doesn't know what's going to happen. Don't lie, you do. You all knew sitting in there that none of, no one was going home. Right. They knew it. They probably already filmed. They had probably already filmed them being saved. The the boules were already getting out of drag when they said this. Hoso and Eva enter the gallery to find out their fates. In a bit of a very anticlimactic television, the names are said, the lights turn on, the trapdoors don't open. Hoso and Eva are safe. Do you think they had an inkling? Yeah. I mean, even just the conversation that called it, there was no stakes involved. It was very low stakes uh, i think i kind of felt that way the whole episode too though so i guess yeah. it's, it was never like it was it, i don't think there was any way that this was going to be a surprising outcome for me yeah now we learned that saving them both will have future consequences what do you dun, think it's going to be triple Double elimination elimi- triple elimination abora comes back what's going to happen yeah triple elimination and abora comes back yeah, I could see it happening. Oh my god, could you imagine? Oh, ah! What are we? There's what six um, left. Yeah, just immediate cut what, to a top what, three next. What if it is a boar comes back because she has been the culprit of the uh, sabotagery? Right. So <laughs> she have was to just, bring her back. She was the mole the whole time. Literally, um, I got some burning Damn, questions. Bibi Zahara Benet comes back. Yeah, bam, she's spooky, bitch. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh my god! All right, burning questions. Was it worthy of double save? Yeah, yeah. I guess like it it wasn't worthy of an elimination. You know. Yeah. So, who gonna be eliminated next? 
I have. I feel like Eva. You feel think like, it's Eva? I. But they. I mean, yes, Eva. But also, Astrid doesn't have a single win yet. So. Yeah, I guess it depends what the challenge is going to be. I, I feel like Eva. I just know she's going to do well. But Astrid's been doing excellent this season. Yeah, but she doesn't have any wins though. That's the thing. Is that we're at the end, and Astrid's the only one who doesn't have a win. And Electrobionic is saying yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is not Drag Race Italia. That's true. It's a little bit more rooted in reality, just by that much. By that much. Very, yeah, that much. <laughs> um, after six episodes, the winner of the season is Victoria. Yeah, I think it's Victoria. I mean, it's I just don't like everyone arc. has a win. Victoria her has three. It's just boring. Yeah, it's very like oh, yeah. I mean, I guess like it's very like Alaska All Stars too. Yeah, like she's, there, just, she's winning. Her, There's other storylines happening, but in her confessionals, she's just there and saying things matter of factly. And you right. can tell that the producers are like, give us more energy, please. Yeah. I could I guess um, I could also see them crowning Hoso though. Just because Yeah, I, I feel like they love too. Hoso. They love, like they love Hoso. Absolutely. Um well, Scouty, where can we find you on social media? Venmo and any projects we want to plug. Well, this week you can find me on social media, Michael Block. Literally, <laughs> uh, find uh, Scouting on all three recaps this week. Uh, three out of four. She's, she's booked him, booked him blessed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scotty, we're gonna be turn this off and doing it again in a couple minutes. Until uh, we're here. Bye.